Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we're going to go over the stats for the Toronto Real Estate Board for January. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, I hope you had a great week. We've got the stats out. Um, Feels a little bit like uh, Groundhog Day with the stats. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) They're always so good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I have to say, like, from before we get into that, from an anecdotal standpoint, Mm -hmm. it seems slow to me and like busy in terms of. Offers and things like that, but mm-hmm. just we're still not getting a lot of inventory out mm-hmm. there. So that does yeah, kind of go with what they're saying. Usually, it, I find it slow until about now, until about the second week yeah. of February. Yeah. So interesting to see if we see some more activity, more listings starting next week. But yeah, usually after family days. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's this real shortage that's causing this craziness. I guess. I, I think. guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. Strange times. Um, Anyway, yeah, we might as well just get into it because mm-hmm. I think uh, people are always curious to know about the stats. But well, we're going to sound like a you know broken. We kind of are, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but you know we must report. Yeah, <laughs> it's our it's our duty. <laughs> um, okay, so a couple interesting thing ha- things happened. Um, sales were way down in terms of uh, sales volume, so down eighteen point two percent from last January. So the number of sales. The number of sales. However, still the second highest sales volume for a January ever, which is interesting. So last year was the the highest? highest. This is the second. Yeah, which is also interesting because you just, I mean, there still seems like there's no inventory, but actually did decently well compared to other years. Right. So, um, but down a fair bit, you know, 18% from last year is down. Um, that was offset a fair bit by the fact that new listings were way down as well, 15.5%. So those two things obviously cause a problem. Mm-hmm. Not enough mm-hmm. listings, mm-hmm. lots of sales, mm-hmm. even though less than last year, still lots. So I wonder what the difference is between this year and last year. Were we in lockdown last year? In January? Are we always in lockdown? Yeah, I guess so. I can't even remember. <laughs> They're all the same. Mm. So I don't know, but what happened as a result of that was that the um, average selling price was up almost 30%. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it brought the average selling price to $1.242 million, and that is, again, incorporating all different types of properties. Everything everywhere. And everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like when you really think about it, I mean, that's just an unbelievable amount. Mm-hmm. The other interesting thing about this whole situation was that the end of by the end of January, we had less inventory on the market than we've had in over twenty years. I read that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's pretty telling right there. Um, so, you know, 
it'll be really interesting to see if February things start to pick up. I'm not seeing any pickup yet. Not at um, all. Not yet. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I think a lot of that's also the weather, don't you think? It's just been so crappy. Been so cold. Yeah, and, and so, so snowy. snowy. Yeah. So people are kind of not motivated to list Guess yet. Guess so, but every house that is listed is getting many, many offers. I know, so and that's the, the thing. The buyers are still there. It's just not the sellers. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, let's talk about sort of the breakdown of things. Mm-hmm. Um Detached in the 416 is now at 1.887 million. That's so sad. It's so <laughs> shocking. Shocking. But here was the interesting thing about that. A detached in the 905, now 1.7. So there's hardly a difference between mm-hmm. the two. Uh, we talked about this as one of our mm-hmm. predictions for 2022. I thought that would happen maybe, you know, more toward the end of the year. But looks like it's happening. The 905 is going to close yeah. in on the 416. And it's, I mean, this is a, a very mm-hmm. interesting phenomenon to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're only 150. Well, a little more than one hundred eighty thousand dollars apart. So the prices uh, for increase in the four one six for that detached was nineteen percent, and in the nine hundred five was also thirty percent, which I think it was again last. So if you have that for a few months, there's your gap. Yeah, Mm -hmm. crazy, right? Mm -hmm. So people are still looking outside the core. They're still looking outside the core. Mm -hmm. They are not, and it's funny, you know, in Toronto proper. I know we've talked about this in the past, but it's easy to get an appointment. Yeah, yeah, we found that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but hard to get an appointment mm-hmm. anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And even some of the, you know, terrible neighborhoods or like areas you would have never moved to <laughs> years ago. You in the GTA. Yeah, like you the, can't get in. Mm-hmm. You can't get in to see these places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I experienced that, I think, as I mentioned before with clients, and we had to be at a place at 7 in the morning because it's the only time we could get. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know... I had a conversation with a listing agent. I was trying to get an offer, um, get him to pay attention to an offer, and he talked about how busy the listing was. And I, you know, it's interesting because when we have a system that we go on and book our appointments, you can see all the appointment slots taken. And I said, "Well, no, it's not busy. There's all these slots open by by chance. We came across the only house in Richmond Hill yeah. that didn't have a lot of." Um, Appointments, at least on that online system, like right. that's a, and the real advantage being able to see. And he had, he had no comeback to that. Oh wow, mm-hmm. interesting. I don't know why I raised that, but unless the online system wasn't working or something, but no, he was no. fudging. And he said, "Oh no, just agents are going. They're just not booking. A, they're not leaving their business cards." And I'm like, well, "I don't think so." As he says, making up anyway. stories. <laughs> we were able to get the one ha- townhouse in Richmond Hill. Um, that seemed to not capture people's attention. And that's, I think, sometimes what you have to do. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's a fluke. Yeah. Like, you know, because sometimes clients will say, well, how come this one isn't as busy? Like, I just, for, it came out at the wrong day. Yeah. It came out that's at the all, wrong yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's really important, by the way, when you list, right? Like, never list your house on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday ever. Right. Because you have to remember when you list the property most of the time it goes on somebody's property match list and they get it the next day so no one's really checking saturday or sunday mm-hmm. you know they just don't bother mm-hmm. and so um you should always be listing in my opinion you know from monday to thursday mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah i just wouldn't list any other time but i see these fools listing mm-hmm. <laughs> these ages listing like this great property on a saturday and i think what are you doing mm-hmm. Like, just, that's the kiss of death. So sometimes I think that happens, mm-hmm. and yep. then, yep. you know, yep. and then no action. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to the stats. We had great movement in the condo market, too. So average uh, price in the 416 up to 760 
and 21% increase. So we're back to, you know, 20% plus in the, mm-hmm. in the uh, condo market downtown. So that's nice to see. Yeah, that's strong. Yeah. Um, I mean, everywhere is strong. Everywhere strong, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a little worrisome, I think, for people there for a long time. The who, condo market. Yeah. In particular pockets downtown, particular styles of buildings, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay, so let's talk about the winners and losers, as we like to do. Um, Although we have to come up with a different word than losers, because yeah, there are no losers. There are, are there? no losers. Maybe we can just call it the, I don't know, the... Less winner. <laughs> you're a winner or you're not as much of a winner. <laughs> um, that's pretty crazy, though, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and that, that's the other thing I wanted to mention before we go on is the average days on market uh, this January as opposed to last January was half. So that's important to note because I think a lot of people assume that the average days on market right now is like two or three days, and it's not. It's still 15 so, and that's across the GTA. So you have to remember that for whatever reason, there are lots of properties that don't sell on offer night in the six or seven days. They go back on the market or blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it's not always what we think. It's not always as as fast as people think. So uh, it was like 27 or something days last year at this time was the average um, days on market. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So... You know, that's. I think that's just important. That's something I do like to point out to people all the time because uh, they think, well, it hasn't sold in, in a week, then there must be something wrong. Right. Yeah. But it's been like that most of our career. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about the 416, first of all. The highest increase of the entire 416, once again, was E10. Oh, we've talked about that several weeks and yeah. several months in a row, haven't we? That's right. Mm-hmm. So that's East Scarborough. That's pretty close to Pickering. That's right on the border mm-hmm. where the average price of a detached is now $1.345 and that's up 41%. Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty great. Um, I think that, uh, you know, that's a neighborhood I have clients looking at right now, and it's hard to get anything. Right. So low inventory again. Low so inventory again. Everything there is going crazy. Yeah. And that's a neighborhood where... What's, so that's... Uh, why do you think... So go, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a lot... There's bigger properties, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you t- And get a lot of 50-foot, 60-foot lots, um, lots of green... You know, there, there's more space there. So I think, like, my clients like that. Yeah. They've, they're actually, this is a little bit different. They want to come from Durham to the city because they feel like Durham is too busy. Oh. And so if they move to the city, they're going to get more space, a little bit more in that pocket of Scarborough. They're wider. Um, you know, they're more established. You don't have all new things going up around you. And that's an interesting perspective because we all assume that the city is a lot busier, but certainly there's areas that's not the case. Mm -hmm, Interesting. Yeah. So um, the other thing uh, that I wanted to say is that the lowest inventory, um, or sorry, the lowest increase was in, no, sorry, uh, C1 again, C1, 7.35% for C1. So that's downtown. So that's the same thing we've seen. You know, yeah, we've talked about that throughout yeah. our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, okay, so if we want to talk about the 905, this is where the numbers really get crazy. 
Um, so if we're looking at a detached, and I just want to make sure I've got the right one. We've got all kinds of regions that had upwards of 40% increase. Uh, but the number one last month was Oshawa with 46%. Wow. For a day time. And Whitby was right behind with 45.5%. Yeah. Um, oh, and I'm sorry, I missed Clarington, which was actually 50%. 50. So that was the leader. Yeah. And again, all Durham. So we had, yeah. So if you sat on the fence last year or you weren't yeah. quite ready. You lost 50%. Mm-hmm. Increase. Isn't that unbelievable? And a year from now, when it goes up, you know, a similarly crazy amount, mm-hmm. we'll say... You know, if, if you had only done it a year ago. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. And mm-hmm. and I think people are still convinced, mm-hmm. you know. I hear, I talk about it every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Still convinced the price is going to go skeptical. down. They're so skeptical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that works out. Uh, the least amount of increase overall was really Halton. Uh, but these, these were all still in the 20s, 30s. Um, I think the very least amount of all of the 905 in terms of increases was 29.29%. <laughs> wow, what a shame. Isn't that crazy? But it seems that that's been a trend too, and yeah. I'm wondering why has the East gone more crazy than I think Halton? because it was so much cheaper. Oh, it, to start with. Yeah. 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 And I've heard that a lot of families, especially multi-generational families that are looking for larger homes together, mm-hmm. um, feel like the homes in Durham, at least the people I'm talking to, the Durham homes are just larger for them. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, there's some big homes mm-hmm. like in, in Pickering and, yeah. and Ajax. You don't get as many necessarily okay. in the West. Okay. So I think it does attract, you know, people who need the space, um, who want maybe more parking, double garages. I mean, these are things that, you know, you get there on the regular, which mm-hmm. you don't get necessarily in the West End as much. Like right. even... Mississauga and Oakville, you know, yeah, there's some good sized homes, but a lot of it's hard to even get a double garage yes. or more. Yes, okay. Yeah, and then they're, you know, double the price. Mm-hmm. So, condo market, you know, again, all super strong. We had the highest increases of condos at um, 28.9%, and that was in E6. That's like Birchcliff area. Not a lot of condos there. Well, no, but about five new buildings went up. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Um, So, yeah, they're doing very well there. Um, You can get a condo in uh, E6 for about Mm -hmm. $650. $750, sorry, not $650, $750. And then we had the lowest increase um, of all of Toronto in terms of condos being W1, which, again, is uh, like... Lower High Park, yeah, um, Lower West Village area, and uh, that was sixteen point seven. So mm-hmm. it's all good. Mm-hmm. It's all good all around. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing here that's below. I mean, we're talking the lowest numbers here. You know, sixteen, seventeen percent. Right. So I mean, there's very little change from mm-hmm. from reports from months past. Yeah, all good news. Yeah, nothing that I hear to be concerned about. No. And uh, all kind of furthering our impressions that um, it's important to own. It's important to buy something anywhere. Yeah, and let's Mm -hmm. say for argument's sake, it did go down 10%. 
Well, you made 50% yeah. last year, so now, now you're at 40. Yeah. I think it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to think of it like that. It's like people just don't have uh, any perspective. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't have that perspective until one of our first houses, I think I told you this, yeah. um, how I lost sleep because we spent 5000 more than our maximum budget, 5000 more. And I lost sleep for, right. I lose, lose a lot of sleep, but... Um, and then we sold it two years later for three hundred thousand more, and I thought, oh my gosh, I only made two ninety five. Yeah, <laughs> and it made, made me go, oh my gosh, I yeah. get it. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, I know it's funny because you just don't think of it when you're in the no. the moment. And I and I do like to remind people too. I mean, I'm not ever, you know, trying to say that you should spend more than right. But if you're Debating between spending, let's just say for argument's sake, one point three million or one point three two million, you know, it's the the amount of money that that translates to on a mortgage is so small, right? And so when you're looking at, you know, well, should I just spend that? Oh, I don't want to spend that extra twenty thousand, it's just too much. It's like, well, what is that? A cup of coffee a month? Like literally. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to just weigh up all of that in deciding if it makes sense for you to do it. And I get everyone has a number that they don't want to go past. And and my advice, and we've talked about this, but my advice to my clients is always, you know, have that no regret number where you haven't spent too much and you haven't spent too little. And you know, okay, this is is fine. We can... We can can sleep knowing we didn't get it or we can sleep knowing that we did and we paid more than anyone else. Right. Because that's part of the the process too. Right. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, what's to come? What's to come? I don't see any sign that the answer isn't just more of the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that any mortgage changes are going to have an impact on this. I don't think so. I I don't. I was watching. I'm trying um, to think of what would have an impact on this. I can't think of anything. Yeah. I was watching the uh, the woman on CP24 this morning who does the, um, the uh, gosh, I can't remember her name, Patty. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, she does the financial yeah. stuff. And she was saying that there are some people, you know, there's two kind of opposing views about what's going to happen with the real estate market. Some people are saying it's going to drop 10 to 20%. Some people are saying it's going to, um, you know, keep going as it is. And they, some people think that interest rate changes are going to slow the market. Other people think it won't make a difference. Um, and I'm with you. I think at this point, I don't see any, mm-hmm. any differences happening. Yeah, I don't see any red flags for sure. No, not yet. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I guess that's about it. Anything else you want to contribute to today? Or no, that's we good. wrapped it up? Okay, good. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, next week, um, we'll have probably a little longer episode for you. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about yet. We're working on it. Uh, so feel free to uh, follow us, please. We always make sure you're subscribed so you're getting all of our uh, new podcasts, which drop, of course, every month. Every week, I mean, on um Tuesdays. And so in the meantime, please follow us on all of our social media channels at the Janelle Cameron team. And uh, we'll see you next week and happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto real estate show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful. So let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com.
or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.